Hi, you're listening to Susan King, and you have landed on Planet X every Thursday night at 11.30 on your community radio station, 3CR. Good Dr. Gonzo, and this one's introduced by is a 60-minute program where we listen to tracks from an album introduced by the artist who made the album. Thanks for listening, and this one's introduced by Hello Susan. Hello. Welcome to the show. Susan King is a writer, a musician and a DJ from St Kilda in Victoria, 44 years of age. Laura is your partner. Go, Laura. Hey, Eddie. Hey, welcome to the show. Great to see you guys. Hey, uh, Laura's an abstract painter. You're doing the DJ. Where do you do your DJ? Um, all over the place, but mainly doing the, uh, the techno, doof, doof bushes, earthcore, rainbow serpent, those kind of big festivals, big day out. And you've been doing like this for that. a fair while? Uh, over 20 years. Wow. You must yeah. have been one of the early female DJs. One of the, one of the first three yeah. or four in Melbourne in electronic music. Fantastic. Great yeah. stuff. Uh, what about your writing? What are you doing? Um, I was a travel editor and uh, writer for a fair few years, editor of a travel magazine yeah. um, for an airline. Uh, and I write about food, travel, wine, and I'm writing a memoir at the moment. Fantastic. Well, good luck with your memoir. Hopefully we'll get you. a run. When the, yes. the night you won $250,000, that'd be yes. pretty handy. Antediluvian Rocking Horse are a project who produce music and soundscapes that are entirely recycled from other recorded works. Formed in 1994 by two artists, Paul Wayne and Susan King, who dubbed themselves DJ2 and DJ3, respectively. Paul was a sculptor and graduate of the Victorian College of Arts, and Susan is a collage artist, writer and anti-copyright advocate. Ollie Olsen of Max Q, Taipan Tiger Girls and other electronic outfits also contributed. Susan King addressed the 8th Biennial Copyright Law and Practice Symposium, 7th of November 1997, on the topic of fair dealing for copyrighted materials in art. In a lecture delivered to then Attorney General of Australia, Darrell Williams, she argued that the reuse of culture should be encouraged, not hindered and litigated. Susan King was interviewed in the Sydney Morning Herald and described as Australia's lone voice of dissent in her public call for the lessening of copyright law. At around this time, she also assisted Negative Land in its campaign to sue the Recording Industry Association of America. Antediluvian Rocking Horse insists that all its works are 100% recycled. This is apparent in pieces like September Shuffle, a track that features excerpts from Fox News, the Pixies and possibly the KLF. In reviewing Antiluvian Rocking Horse's first international release, Dom Phillips of Mixmag wrote, Imagine techno, yet constructed with burps, old samples and rocking through a gallery of strange voices, cut-ups, 70s elevator music run backwards, the lot, crazy channel hopping mishmash, Yet it all works. 
Diane Lowry, then editor of Electronic Musician, named the Antediluvian Rocking Horse album Music for the Odd Occasion Best Electronic Album for May 1997. Techno dance group Antediluvian Rocking Horse approaches the editing of samples and tape loops the same as MTV Cuts videos, Fast and Furious. Paul Wayne, Susan King and Ollie Olsen chop up, reverse, layer and fade in and out television and radio broadcasts, found sounds, movies, vinyl and CDs, thereby constantly changing the oral pictures. Susan King from Antediluvian Rocking Horse is my guest on And This One's Introduced By with Paul Elliott on Planet X on 3CR. And this one's introduced by Susan King, also known as DJ3 from Antediluvian Rocking Horse. It's an absolute pleasure to be here on Planet X and delve back into what is uh, a very unusual band, uh, I guess, on a world scale. Um, We broke the mould and I intend on... Uh, giving you an insight into our influences, why we did what we did, and uh, the cultural influence it has had in terms of culture jamming and uh, challenging copyright law uh, for the betterment of uh, cultural advancement. Stand by. Columbia, Houston, you have a go to open the payload bay doors.
How true, huh? I see. How true, huh? I see. That was interesting, I know, but uh, we have always been a bit divisive. Um, we were playing with chill-out music and uh, messing with people's heads in chill-out rooms. We played as DJs, uh, DJ 2 being Paul Wayne and DJ 3, myself, and we'd have four channels up in the mix in chill-out rooms at places like Earthcore, uh, Rainbow Serpent, Every Picture Tells a Story, really trying to change what chill-out was about. It wasn't about just ambient. It was about playing with people's minds while they are under the influence of some mind-altering substance uh, and driving their thought processes forward through gentle, loving and fun music, really. Now, the impetus for the band. April 23rd, uh, 1994, uh, a gentleman called Richard Nixon died. Now, this man, I don't need to introduce him, had a, a clause on his uh, death wishes that he wished to not be resuscitated. At the time, a lot of uh, the Seattle grunge bands were putting out albums called Unplugged, doing their acoustic versions of their huge hits. And I did make a quip, uh, wouldn't it be funny if someone put out an album called Nixon Unplugged? And I turned to my friend Paul and I said, do you want to start a band? He said yes. And we went into the studio the next week and just with turntables uh, and cassette tapes uh, made a demo called Nixon Unplugged, which has never been released. Uh, now, the name Antediluvian Rocking Horse comes from Antediluvian, meaning before we're not anti anything. A lot of people misspell that. We're not anti, it's ante, before from the Latin. Antediluvian, before the flood, rocking horse, a Dada reference to a hobby horse because we are very much influenced by the mischief of Dada 
and the randomness of a situationism. Antediluvian rocking horse is a mouthful. We wanted to be difficult from the start and uh, this next track will probably uh, convey how difficult and divisive we've always tried to be.
This next track is September Shuffle. It's based uh, uh, around the events of 9-11, which uh, are very distressing to America and shocking to the world. Um, After the sarin gas attacks in Tokyo, they had a club called Gas Panic open within two weeks. I can't imagine there being a club called 9-11 even now in New York. Different culture. Uh, We put together this track through samples of what we heard on television that night, which were journalists who were completely out of their depth. Obviously, it was a very unusual situation. What's really hard to find uh, when you are making sample music is a decent bass line. Thank you, Kim Deal, for coming along uh, with the Pixies, who uh, I ripped off heavily for this track. You'll hear Debaser and you'll hear Here Comes Your Man and you'll hear some other odd sounds as well. This is September Shuffle, all about 9-11. different information, so I'm going to rely on you. I just, I've had different information, so I'm going to rely on you. You now believe... We were told that originally. What I'm about to tell you is, um, uh... This is confusing. I apologize. Um, uh, we are getting two different answers to our questions. What I can tell you that appears to be accurate is that...
there's plenty of specialist music programs to choose from on the 3CR grid. Explore the 3CR schedule online at 3cr.org.au. Yes, this is our vibration. Check out Music Sans Frontier. Great voices. Music matters. Do the hip sister hop show. The heavy session. The Planet X radio show. Satellite skies. Shindig. Sweet dreams. Tune in to 3CR 855 AM on your digital radio or streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Let our music make you happy. As I mentioned, anti-Diluvian rocking horse, when we DJed, we always had four sources up in the mix. And that was where DJ1 emerged. Paul being DJ2, me being DJ3. Uh, a lot of people thought that Ollie Olsen was DJ1, but no, he comes in separately, which I will mention a bit later. DJ1 was what occurred when Paul and I had four sources up in the mix and we couldn't tell what was coming from which source. We stood back. DJ1 had taken over. When DJ1 made a slight mistake, one of us would step in and guide it back. What we took from those uh, experiences of having four sources up in the mix was understanding how sounds worked together and how we might be able to take those sounds that worked together and take them into the studio and make a techno track. Uh, introducing Ollie Olsen, I said to him, I want to make a techno album made of 100% recycled sounds. He said, sure. We had two weeks to do it, and we did it. And the album was called Music for the Odd Occasion. It was a conceptual album. I am not a musician. It was just something that needed to be done. And if I didn't do it, who else would? Dada is wooden horse or toy in French. <laughs>
opening. all the kids and they also attract the mums and dads and everybody comes along you know it's like a big event we're sitting on the floor of the van with uh, foam no proper chairs there isn't the room because it's quite a small van we don't want to attract much attention we've been told to go around the block once again because the way in there you can hear them hitting up against the side of the van it's getting a bit hectic now les are you not are you sure you're not getting worried now yeah i'm still worried so now around the final corner and more fans waiting for us as we come around the corner, running right towards the van, even though we're doing about 30, around the corner, and, uh, and now back towards the stage, the whole row of police, girls jumping on top of the van here, they're right on top of the van, it's going to be difficult to get out, here we go, we're trying to get into the backstage area, now we're surrounded by police, there's still a few fans who've got through the cordon though, now we're going to have to jump out of the van, so... Some of the girls quite hysterical. I don't want I'm you. Right, the door's opening. Everybody rushing out. Boys, one, two, three, running into the theatre. Running in. Running along the corridor here. And up onto the stage. They're going to ask you, Eric, that seemed just a little hairy to me. Is that usual? Oh, that was quite an easy one. That was okay. That was an easy one. Yeah, it was. Been rougher rides than that, you know. 
Well, try just putting on a, even if it takes a hair more time, putting a little bit more of a right thing on correct. Correct, 13. This announcement from the producers of this record contains important information for radio program directors and is not for broadcast. The first cut on this record has been cross-format focused for airplay success. As you well know, a record must break on radio in order to actually provide a living for the artists involved. Up until now, you've had to make these record-breaking decisions on your own, relying only on perplexing intangibilities like taste and intuition. But now, there's a better way. The cut that follows is the product of newly developed compositional techniques based on state-of-the-art marketing analysis technology. This cut has been analytically designed to break on radio. And it will, sooner or later. For the station that breaks it first, the benefits are obvious. You lead the pack. Yes, no matter what share of this crazy market you do business in, no other release is going to satisfy your corporation's current idea of good radio like this one. On this cut, we're working together on the same wavelength in scientific harmony. But remember, this cut is constructed for multi-market breaking now. Don't waste valuable research with needless delay. We've done the hard work of ensuring your success. The final step is up to you. Special designer song follows in five, four, three, two, one.
wasn't the classroom full of school kids on TV whimpering for trying to stomach what they just seen on the screen. What a First reaction in my house was each of us sitting around and staring at each other to call up the San Francisco Examiner and say we were that legendary Libyan hip squad you heard so much about and we blew up the space shuttle. <laughs> Late that night we gave up the idea. Same old excuse. What if we didn't talk? Sometimes, though, it really does make sense just to stick it out. But now, I find out we were pretty damn lucky. If that shuttle had made it home, things might now be a hell of a lot worse. Because NASA had this little plan for the following space shuttle they somehow forgot to tell us about. They had this plan to send the next shuttle into orbit, carrying 46 pounds of plutonium. If that one had blown up, there'd be enough radiation scattered in our atmosphere to cause cancer in as many as 5 billion people! Give up. Give up. Give up. Give up. 
Anybody that's got $93 billion, there's a business. And I can't imagine people uh, thinking that that's godly. You know, I think it's clever. I think whoever came up with the idea was extremely clever. But I, you know, I mean, I believe in a deity myself. But that's more personal even than sex, you know. My idea of God is my idea. And nobody else probably shares my idea. But, you know, I don't have to go to church to reassure myself. You go to church and, and, and somebody's making love. It's very, it's a good, great racket. I don't think it's I'm very honest. Like I said before, that's more personal than even sex. So I don't even talk about that. It's the type of thing where I have no idea. I know that there is something there. There is a life force. But I don't know what it is. And I... The reason why I don't talk about it is because I know nothing about it. I only talk about things I know about. Also, been listening to Stack, Serious Techno, and Cruising Chaos on the airwaves. Time is 90 minutes to 2 a.m. Insomnia Posse coming in soon to take you through to the wee hours of the morning in downtown uh, Fitzroy Street. For the last hour, you've been listening to a performance by Antediluvian Rocking Horse. Uh, this was their first radio performance, and uh, yeah, Antediluvian Rocking Horse are in the studio with me at the moment, and uh, they're going to give you uh, some details about the last hour's uh, material. Guys, 
Um, well, it's been selections of it's been selections of uh, many varied things from Negative Land and Joseph Boys, Throbbing Gristle, Buddy Merrill. Also, we got Perry and Kingsley, uh, Rajput and the Sepoy, Provocative Electronics, and a hell of a lot more just all mixed in together. Just thrown in there. Um, yeah, it's indicative of the sort of stuff we want to be available through our mail order. And. Uh, CD and magazine to come out soon which are in the pipeline sounds great the sort of stuff you've been hearing is the sort of stuff we will be releasing on CD with our magazine accompanying it as well very shortly and um, you'll be able to, to find most of the source material basically at Missing Link or a Go-Go who have been very kind in lending us some music to bring along so anything you heard tonight that was particularly nice that's where you might be able to find it for sure if you cool find it there, bad luck definitely Right to us. <laughs> Good stuff. Just relax, baby. Me and this other cat, we're going to straighten you out. Phonotech National was made by a Polonaire in 1912. Thank you. 
relax, baby. Me and this other cat, we're gonna straighten you out. Thanks for listening to an episode of And This One's Introduced By. I'm Dr. Gonzo and I'll be presenting another artist with another album next time on This One's Introduced By. Catch you next time.